At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome in. It is the VSIN Bet Center right here on the Sports Betting Network. I'm Brady Cannon live at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. And my partner James Salinas is along via Denver, Colorado on this Saturday, August the 20th. One week away from college football, 19 days away from the opening night in the NFL, and 48 days remain until postseason baseball is upon us. Mr. Salinas, how are you today? Very good. We're having the countdown. I love coming on with you every weekend. You keep those numbers intact for me. I have a hard time counting down that way. So, so you you talked about the Thursday night. So, in that case, here we're what twenty two days away from the actual Correct. first yes. weekend that Sunday for Week One of the NFL. Yes, absolutely. Twenty two days away right. from the major portion of the card, the first Sunday wow. of NFL action. By the way, James, we have baseball coming up in less than 10 minutes, so we should take a look mm-hmm. at this game. It's a pretty good contest here, a meaningful game going to first pitch, like I say, pretty quick. And that is the Chicago White Sox at the Cleveland Guardians, a good matchup with Shane Bieber hosting Johnny Cueto. The Guardians lead Minnesota by one game in the AL Central Division, and they have a a three-and-a-half game lead on the Chicago White Sox with roughly 42 games remaining in the regular season. The White Sox have lost three straight. Cleveland has won two in a row, and they've seen the money here, James. This is now up to minus 170 on the money line. Seven-and-a-half is your total. Now, I know you are invested in the Guardians to win the division. Do you have an opinion on this game today? Well, you're looking at where the Guardians are right now. And obviously with this one game, the matchup here with Cueto versus Shane Bieber, Shane Bieber had a tremendous outing his last time out, probably his best outing of the season in Toronto last Sunday. And what you're seeing with this Guardian, they are the youngest, as far as top to bottom of that roster, they are the youngest team in Major League Baseball. And and I think what we're seeing here is this is a young team that had a lot of players looking for some, looking to prove themselves, but they have some leaders on this team too. We talk all the time about MVP for, for both, leagues and judge and and that I, I get it tremendous season that Aaron Judge is having with the New York Yankees and although they're starting to scale themselves back a little bit you knew some boy that is really something some isn't it watching this Yankees yeah. team fall wow 
Well, and and it's almost a stark, uh, a really stark contrast between the, and just talking about the Yankees and kind of their free fall right now, where that team is built for the long ball. Judge having a spectacular season, like we talked about, uh, but it is about the three run homer for that team. And but it's really station to station type of offensive baseball that the Yankees play. You look at the Guardians, and they're the complete opposite. They're one of the very little power on that team, uh, but it's a team that that is very aggressive on the bases. They have a lot of speed throughout that lineup, top to bottom. They go better than I think any team in baseball going first to third on an out, on an infield on an outfield single and you look at the leadership on this team and in particular not only with with Tito Francona uh, and and he you know the, the manager and it's a really deep coaching staff there for the Guardians as well but I, I think about Jose Ramirez and he's having a tremendous season he's somebody that hasn't been talked about at all and you want to talk about MVP and I know he's not in the in the conversation as far as actually winning the award to bet on but if there's a player that means more to their team right now I can't find one than Jose Ramirez what he's doing for this team not only his production he has 99 RBIs right now he has 64 four extra base hits. The, the guy is just stroking the baseball up there. He's a tough out each and every time, but you see him in the, in the, on the dugout steps and you see this team, this team's very engaged with each other. They have tremendous chemistry. You see them up on the top of the step, rooting each other on. This is a team that is very connected. A lot of these guys are very young. So, you know, they've spent some time in the minor leagues together and, and you look for those kind of things over the grind of 162 game season, chemistry and camaraderie matters. And the Cleveland guardians really are playing that way. And it, it shows out on the, field. Now, this game here today, uh, you look at the White Sox on the other side, and Cueto's been very good for them. He's probably been, I would say, outside of Dylan Cease, he's been their most consistent starter throughout the season, but it's a team that's very kind of banged up right now through up and down that lineup. I think Jimenez is back in. He did tweak his knee last night late in that game and had to come out, but I just think this is a Guardians team that plays for a full nine innings. They're not looking for to hit that three-run home run, Brady. This is a team that can manufacture runs. They've scored 30 runs in the seventh inning or later in every collectively, I think they've played 13, 14 games so far against the White Sox. 30 runs after the seventh inning. They had four runs after the seventh inning last night. This is team This team is built to play small ball, close games, one-run games, manufacture runs, do and, and sacrifice for each other the way that they play. That second baseman they have, he's a tremendous hitter, spraying the ball around to all fields. Very unselfish team, Brady. I love watching this team play. It's a big number here. I'm not going to lay a number like this with the Guardians, even though I, I think with this team and you're seeing how how much, how well that chemistry plays out and how galvanized this team is. This is a team that I did make that bet on the Guardians, what, about a month or so ago to win the division at plus four to one. Obviously, they're the favorites now, small favorite, I believe, with being a one-game leader of the Twins. But right, part of that was to bet on the Guardians the way they play. The other part was really a bet against the White Sox. This is a team that seems very disconnected, don't like the chemistry that we see within that clubhouse in connection with the uh, LaRousse has been a great manager, but I think it's uh, those days have since passed, Brady. So I didn't play this game. But you know what side I'm rooting for today. It's all about the Guardians. Yeah, no, I'm right there with you. And I agree with, you know, you and I have talked about that on this program. We really like the way the Guardians play. I like the way they're managed. Tito Francona is a friend of the family. And uh, Tony La Russa, I used to work with him way back when, when I was covering sports in the Bay Area. But I think uh, the game is just a little bit past him by. And you and I have talked about the lack of discipline on this White Sox team. I did not bet this game either. The price has gotten pretty high. Uh, but I do really like this Guardians team. I like the way Bieber's pitching. You mentioned that Johnny Cueto's been good, and he has, and he's been a fade guy for me for a lot of past seasons, when he was with the Giants especially. Uh, but again, I'm not going to lay the minus 170. I do lean with the Guardians to win this game, but it's getting a little expensive at this point. Looking at the scoreboard here in Major League Baseball, the Chicago Cubs and Milwaukee Brewers are in extra innings right now in the top of the 10th that is tied at three apiece, and the Brewers have really fallen off. The Cardinals now with a four-game lead in that National League Central division. The Boston Red Sox leading the Baltimore Orioles 3 to nothing in the bottom of the sixth inning there, and the Tampa Bay Rays, they were a popular play today. A lot of people even laying the runs line with the Tampa Bay Rays, and right now they're up by two runs, covering that runs line. Four to two right now in the top of the sixth inning with the Kansas City Royals. At bat. Uh, James, let's shift over to the NFL. Some of the news and notes from this week. Of course, Deshaun Watson gets the 11 game suspension and a $5 million fine. He is scheduled to return to action on December 4th when the Cleveland Browns are at Houston to take on the Texans. Of course, Watson's former team. How does this affect your handicap or your season outlook for the Cleveland Browns going forward? 
Well, I've kind of only made a bet. I've already made those bets against the Browns in a sense, indirectly. Nothing, nothing directly related to the Browns as far as their win totals or where they shape up within the division outside of falling either third or fourth within that AFC North. And we look at Pittsburgh, and they're going through a quarterback. They're going through a lot of transition right now outside of the coaching staff, a lot of transition through that roster. Uh, to me, this is not a team with Pittsburgh that's going to be able to compete for that first or second spot in the division. And I think for Cleveland, this was something when they made the, when they made this announcement and they made that move for Deshaun Watson back in March, I'd for me personally, I thought this was going to be something that was going to hang over their head all season long as a franchise. We know it's going to follow Deshaun Watson throughout his career, but as far as the franchise is concerned, we're already seeing it. All the questions, everything that's been swirling around when it was the decision finally came down, but what was that going to mean for this team whenever he was going to get back onto the field? Now it's that it's 11 games and they've settled on that. It's kind of interesting, Brady, when you look at the schedule, because I know early on people looked at the schedule and said, oh, they really did the Cleveland Browns a big favor by making the schedule kind of front-loaded with easier teams. You look at some of the bad teams that they're going to play to start the first four weeks of the season. Carolina, New York, Pittsburgh, you're going to host them at home on a short week and playing at Atlanta. But if you look at it, it's kind of interesting. And and sometimes the conspiracy theorist comes out of me, Brady, when we look at this. I just wonder if the, the Brown, we know the NFL was shooting for an entire year. But you look at where they were come week 11. Or when after those extensions, when he misses those 11 games, when they're going to play in that Week 13 game at Houston. Hmm, how convenient is that, Brady? How <laughs> I mean, just think about that. Think about it from this perspective. You think he's going to be, when Sean Watson comes back, you think he's going to be welcomed with open arms back to Houston? Absolutely not. That is going to be, we saw what happened last week in Jacksonville and the three, you know, the, the three-syllable chants that were out there from the fans. What do you think he's going to have to deal with throughout his career, then let alone coming back to the franchise that he left down there in Texas I think that's really interesting that it happens to fall on that date that that's the game that he's going to return back from not only mention that but also Brady just thinking about it he hasn't played basically hasn't played in two seasons so how rusty is he going to be we saw the rust in the preseason game you know he's not going to be around the facilities he's not going to have any timing can't expect him even when he does come back just from a physical standpoint to be able to step in there and be able to be competitive and and step in and compete and then after that game Brady that schedule is absolutely loaded for the Cleveland Browns I think the, the NFL knew exactly what they were doing scheduling that game at Houston if they had to had to come to an agreement to have those 11 games scheduled and, and be dismissed from the NFL for that amount of time for Watson, that it fit perfectly here. They looked like the schedule was really contrived. And then after that, it's a very difficult schedule for the Cleveland Browns to play out. That's why I love my bets right now. I made those two bets to have the uh, the Baltimore Ravens come in first and the Cincinnati Bengals to come in second and vice versa. Both bets paid 450. So in a sense, it's a plus 350 bet. I like my position even better now with that news about Watson being gone for the first 11 games. Yeah, I agree with you, Jim. James, the NFL does not do anything that's not intentional. I, I think yep. uh, that positioning there of when Watson returns uh, certainly makes sense with what the NFL uh, the NFL's plan is. And I actually had that game circled in my preseason research. I was going to play on the Cleveland Browns when they face the Texans. But now with it being Deshaun's very first game back in action, it's no longer circled for me. Yeah. In fact, maybe even it looks like a play on the Texans, possibly. Uh, if you look at their season win total, the Cleveland Browns, I'm seeing both eight or eight and a half. I looked at their schedule today and I was able to find seven that I that jumped out at me pretty easily. But it looks like eight or eight and a half is probably a pretty good number. And you mentioned their schedule. Their schedule, by and large, if when you look at the entire picture, yes, it is backloaded. It gets tougher later. But it is one of the easier schedules in the NFL this season. It is at the front part of it, and that's going to be on Brissett. But is Brissett going to be the guy that's going to lead you to say three and one or two and two in those games? I don't think so. He's the new. He's the, if you saw him last year play in Miami, there's a reason why he was left off the roster, and he's in Cleveland now. Absolutely. We will come back with some more NFL talk, preview some of the preseason games coming up on your Saturday as well. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete free for cash all season. Enter weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon now to join in on the action. Blue Moon made brighter. 21 years and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you here inside the Bet Center going over some NFL notes, and this will lead us into a preview of the game coming up, a preseason tilt between the Tennessee Titans and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady, James, is back in the news because he's not in the news. He's AWOL, and it was thought that Brady would turn to would return to the Buccaneers camp after today's game in Tennessee. And then Titans head coach Todd Bowles, he is now backed off confirming that, and it seems very open-ended as to when Brady will, uh, when he will return to camp now. The Bucks are in Dallas. You mentioned 22 days until that first Saturday. The Bucks are in Dallas, Texas to face the Cowboys on that Sunday night game 22 days from today. And you and I felt last week that this you know, story about Brady missing a couple weeks was not a big deal. It's starting to maybe get a little weird. I, I don't know if it really means anything. Does it, does it affect your outlook on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this year? Well, I'm right now it affects whether I'm going to play anything for a, anything season win total, whether it's season win totals getting involved. I haven't done anything with the the Bucks, and I probably won't. I wasn't really planning on having any kind of full season type of bet, whether it be in the division or with the Bucks to, to you know season win totals, get to the playoffs, get to the Super Bowl, anything like that. Not so much because of this news with Brady, but even early on, just knowing that for Brady, I mean, he announced his retirement. At least Adam Schefter announced his retirement for him right after the <laughs> season, and and I think for him coming back, and then we hear all the things about the tampering that was going on with Miami and Tom Brady for a couple of different uh, a couple of different seasons. So just wondering if if you know his heart's still in it with coming back to Tampa. Number one, you got to have he's as he's as great of a competitor as I think we've ever seen at the quarterback spot and such a fiery player and a, a determined player. He plays with that chip on his shoulder from being drafted so low in the sixth round back to two decades ago. Uh, but 
eventually that flame has to, can it constantly, it feels like maybe that flame, could that flame be flickering a little bit as opposed to just being full butane on, it's, it's game on, it's fire on. We know he's such a feisty and fiery player, but he depends on that. He needs that. And if you start to lose a little bit of emotion and a little bit of the, just that competitive fire and that, that drive to compete, uh, yeah, that's an issue. Now, I suspect he's going to be back, but really it's all speculation right now. And I don't want to bet on speculation. This is all just, we talk a lot about different things that you can bet on when we're, we're hearing information and it's, it's speculative in nature. And in this case here, yeah, I don't know exactly. We don't know what that reasoning is and we can try to figure out. I know there's lots of silly rumors out there about what he's committed himself and why he's gone. Uh, But I think as far as Tampa is concerned, probably just the challenge for the coaching staff and bowls to have to answer that. And you would think he would probably, Probably be a little more prepared with an answer when it came back saying, well, he'd be back at this time and now it's an open ended timetable. Does that say that they knew this was going to be happening and they had a definitive date for his return? And now that it's kind of open, maybe there's some second thoughts. I don't know. It just leaves a lot to speculation and I don't want to bet on speculation. So as far as me getting involved in any capacity, either pro or con with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, it's a complete stay away right now. I did use the Dallas Cowboys in one leg of a six-point teaser. I teased them up to plus eight in that opening night game, and we've seen the point spread come down. Tampa was favored by two and a half, I believe, at the open, and they're down to about a one-point favorite now in a lot of shops. I also, of course, we have the VEASAN NFL football guide coming out pretty soon, and I wrote a few articles for that publication, and one of the comments I made was, Something just feels to me, and this is before this Brady news, something feels to me that Tampa Bay is going to be off just a notch this year. They've had the injury to their center across that offensive line. Their wide receivers are really uh, banged up. I just don't know if we're going to see exactly the same Tampa team we've seen for the last couple of seasons. Let's talk about their game with Tennessee. The Tennessee Titans will be hosting this one in Nashville. It comes up at 4 o'clock Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, and the Titans opened as three-point favorites with a total of 39 and a half. They remain three-point favorites, but the total now is down to 38. Both of these teams lost their preseason opener. I mentioned the Buccaneers are banged up at wide receiver. I don't believe we'll see Titans quarterback Ryan Tannehill in action today. I really don't have much of an opinion on this game at all, James, other than really wanting to see Malik Willis, who was quite exciting in the first preseason game. Well, we know he, from coming from Liberty, he's he's one that can extend play. He's got a, he's got a, He's got a tremendous arm, so we know he can get the ball down the field. Oh, is that right? So thank you, Elliot. It's in our ear, Brady, telling us, going back to Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that DK DraftKings has taken their season win totals off the board. Now, let's do some more speculation, Brady. Wow. How can we read into that, that the fact that that has now been taken off the board as far as season win totals is concerned? Very interesting. And I believe their season win total was around 10 and a half or 11. And I don't know if it's off the board everywhere. I'll have to check when we go to break here to see if it's still up at Circa or Westgate, anything locally here in town uh but that certainly is interest interesting you wonder if johnny avello has some inside information on right. on brady's whereabouts or, or who knows maybe he's planning on retiring again that that would be something but uh like you say it's very difficult to speculate at this point it, it just something just feels a little weird as this continues to drag on um let's also take a look at the uh, raiders and the dolphins our own las vegas raiders are in miami they will also kick off at 4 p.m pacific 7 p.m eastern james and the raiders are off to a 2-0 start they won and covered their first two preseason games and a good battle for positioning as far as their backup quarterback we don't expect to see Derek Carr in action again today. But between Jared Stidham, Nick Mullins, and Chase Garbers, they've all been good and have provided some good offense for these Las Vegas Raiders. In Miami, Tua Tangavaloa is really telling everybody that he wants to play in today's game. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be out there at all, but uh, any thoughts on this one? The Raiders, a small favorite here in South Beach. Well, I think that's where the beauty of just betting live, because if it, again, we're speculating on what's going on too, it can tell everybody he wants in front of a microphone, but ultimately it's going to come down to the coaching staff and what they want to do and what he's going to see the field. We didn't see Tua last week. We didn't see Teddy Bridgewater last week either for the Dolphins. We saw seventh round rookie pick Skylar Thompson play the entire game last year. Last week played pretty well, as a matter of fact, but that's, again, we're, we're trying to speculate on the time spent playing these games, and I'll give you this in particular here. I'm, I did bet the, the Chiefs 
Chiefs and the Commanders to go under. I did it live. Now, I did it after the very first drive with Kansas City. Went right down just like last week for the Chiefs. Did Patrick Mahomes score it on their first drive? Figured, all right, they got that out of the way. He's going to come out. I bet the total at 44.5 to go under. And Wentz did Wentz things. He moved them a couple couple series and kicked the ball. So they got in better punting position with Wentz at the quarterback spot for the couple series that he played for Washington. And then we saw Mahomes come out for a second series, went right, right down the field, put another touchdown on the board. Everything has since been dialed back, and there's been no scoring since that point. So I think my total going under in that live bet was is pretty safe at this point. But I think when we're trying to speculate on who might be out there playing, in this case here for the Miami Dolphins, it's something where we, if, you, if you're able to watch the game and you can hear the commentary that's going on, a lot of times they'll be able to talk about that. They have something going on on the sideline with a reporter that talked to the coach or some of the coaching staff that can give you some insight if you didn't get something to, to hear about it prior to the game kicking off. I think on the other side, for the Raiders, Brady, what have you seen for their two games? Because now this is going to be their third, and I think there's an advantage for a team that has this, that this is their third preseason game as opposed to their second, like in this case for the Dolphins. What have you seen out of the Raiders from last week? Because you talked about the, the backup quarterbacks with Jared Stidham and Nick Mullins, and Stidham being familiar with the offense with McDaniel and his time there in New England, uh, but they're competing for that backup position. I think as a as players that are competing and the coaching staff that needs to see them and see what they have as far as who's going to get that that roster spot for that backup position behind Carr, I think that tends to lean to seeing some action going and seeing some scoring with that team as far as the Raiders are concerned. What are you hearing as far as the two those two quarterbacks that we mentioned here for the Raiders and their playing time tonight? Well, I've heard that it's a real competition. And uh, you mentioned Jared Stidham, of course, being familiar with Josh McDaniel's system in New England. Nick Mullins looked really good on Monday night in that victory uh, over the Minnesota Vikings. And I thought Chase Garbers uh, looked pretty good as well, the rookie out of California. Uh, I I believe Garbers is certainly the long shot to get the uh, nod, but it looks like a very serious competition between Nick Mullins and Jared Stidham. By the way, maybe there has been some word out that Tua is going to see some action because this line has really moved in Miami's favor now, James. The Raiders opened up as two-point favorites, and now Miami is a three-point favorite, so they go from dog to favorite. Your total has uh, really pretty much stayed the same. Uh, I'm seeing 41, maybe a 41 and a half in the market at our friends over at South Point, but the total pretty much unchanged, but uh, maybe some news on the Dolphins' front there as they have become the favorite in this game. Well, and what's interesting, you've talked about it for the game. I'm seeing it on BetMGM. They're laying three. If you look at the first half line, the Dolphins are favored by three and a half. Mm. Now, are you going to tell me just because two is going to be out there and starting, that means that now they're going to be favored by more than the full game here? Uh, He hasn't stepped foot on the field yet. The Raiders quarterbacks have. I'm almost tempted to look at this Vegas side for the first half and take that three and a half, almost in a a sense, a fade against Miami and two is starting. All right, we shift over to UFC when we come back. Lou Finacaro will join us next right here on the VSIN Bet Center. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Pocket cash with popular picks. Join Levi's 501 Pop Culture Pools for free and answer questions for a shot at a share of $10,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Levi's now to get in on the action. Levi's, buy better, wear longer. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Lou Finicaro now joins us. He appears on VEASAN's Airwaves and also in our digital publication, Point Spread Weekly, covering the UFC. You can follow him on Twitter at GamBlue, and you can also hear him quite often on the First Strike podcast with Dave Ross. Lou, thank you as always for joining us. The Ultimate Fighting Championship in Salt Lake City. I was wondering if this was a first for Salt Lake City to get a UFC clash, but I guess they did have one about six years ago uh, in our neighbors to the north. Kamaru Usman against Leon Edwards is the main event, but I want to begin with the preliminary card. Did you find any gems that you made plays on in the early action for UFC 278? Well, first, uh, James and Brady, thanks so much for having me on. Big day today, early in the week. Yes, actually, Sunday doing some preliminary work. I saw a little blip on the screen, and it was line movement that was going in favor of the underdog parent. By that, I mean. Young man Perrin fighting the Mongolian Aori Kilang. 
Uh, Key Lang opened like minus 165. And uh, Perrin opened, Key Lang opened 85. Perrin opened plus 160. By the time I caught the movement, Perrin was plus 150, took him, announced it on Twitter. Today, that line stands. Aori Kilang is minus 135, Perrin plus 110, plus 115. Now, uh, you gentlemen know CLV and obtaining advantage over the closing number is about half the battle. The other half is getting your guy to show up prepared to fight a good fight or your team prepared to play their best on that given day. And I think we got a live dog in this kid parent. All right. Well, Lou, speaking of live dogs, I was looking at your write-up in point spread weekly. Now I know there's a deadline. You've got to submit those entries before the the weigh-ins and i think for you the weigh-ins is is key it's kind of how i relate myself to the nfl and getting to get injury reports and practice reports based on what you've seen from the weigh-ins has there anything that you've been looking at any other kind of dogs or anything that you've seen from those weigh-ins that has maybe precipitated another bet on this undercard yeah great lead in there james and that would be in the uh fight that is going to either be the headliner of the prelims or the second between the Brazilian uh, Leonardo Santos and the wrestler Jared Gordon. Uh, That's a fight where Gordon's a feisty wrestler and Santos struggles with wrestlers uh, as opposed to being a typical BJJ Brazilian. He's a stand-up Muay Thai guy, a a deaf striker. Uh, He was the last to weigh in on Friday, and as they were panning away and taking the set down and preparing to move on, Santos getting off of the stage needed help from two of his trainers. He was weak, kneed, and wobbly, and that is not a good sign for a guy that's 41 fighting a guy that's 31. Uh, and so that manifested itself in me positioning a underbet. So this fight does not go the distance at the time was plus 110 or plus 115, I think. The fight to not go the distance now is minus 110, but that fight's not going the distance. Lou, I want to shift over to the main card, and this one appears to be pretty close as far as the odds makers are concerned, and that's one of the legendary UFC fighters of all time, Jose Aldo, a short dog to Marab Dushavili, and uh, Dushavili, they're the favorite at minus 135. Do you have an opinion or a play on this fight? Yeah, uh, this is going to be an awesome fight to watch because Davishvili is a Tasmanian devil sambo wrestler. He uh, can't really strike. He He's apt on the feet, but only in so much as he wants to get a hold of you. In fact, he doesn't have enough power to crack an egg, this guy. He, he relies all on wrestling. Meanwhile, on the other side of the octagon is Jose Aldo, who is, his name speaks for himself. But one thing about Aldo is his takedown defense is is legendary. And for that reason, I think I'll normally lean a wrestler. But in this case, Aldo, the bigger structured man, and Devalishvili, who's only fought guys his size and smaller, and he's an inch shorter and going to be 10 pounds lighter than Aldo in the cage by the time they fight. I don't think he's going to be able to get Aldo down. And if there is a trip and he'd find, they find their way to the mat, Aldo's getting right back up. And therefore, if this fight's competed on the feet, I give Aldo tremendous advantage this line open pick. Now you're getting Aldo uh, plus some points. I'm all about it. Yeah, I see Aldo at plus 120 at a couple of books out here in Colorado, Lou. So I'm putting that one in the in the queue as well. So <laughs> speaking of dogs, we're definitely dog players. And I know you're looking for those dogs to be barking tonight. Before we get to the main event, are there any other underdogs or maybe even some props that you're looking at for tonight? Yes, good question. We ought to be able to find something here. Let's go to the heavyweight bout, which I believe will headline the prelims or... It will be the first fight on the main event. Tybura, Polish heavyweight fighting a uh, Russian, Romanov. Romanov stepping way up in class. He is big, strong, well-rounded, great grappling game. Tybura definitely has UFC experience and been in with much better. Well, about 10 pounds heavier fighter at 255 to Romanov 245. And Tybura is kind of a hot dog. I don't know that I can take him to win the fight, but the over one and a half is minus 190. I don't often use a negative number like that, but I did use 
the over one and a half in a parlay side on this fight because I believe Tybura is going to test Romanov and this thing could be two grizzly bears rolling in the snow for 15 minutes. <laughs> Lou, I, I believe you also mentioned it in Point Spread Weekly, the middleweight bout, Paulo Costa and Luke Rockhold. Uh, pretty big spread on the numbers here. Costa, a big favorite at about minus 360. Uh, you didn't necessarily take a side here, but I think you went over the total in this one as well, over a round and a half. Is that correct? Yeah, no, no feel on this one, except that Costa is going to annihilate Rockhold. Rockhold is scared to his core. He thought he was getting a weak-minded Brazilian, and he is. However, he's not getting a weak-minded Brazilian on the low side of the scale. He's getting a weak minded Brazilian that's coming into this fight after two eggs that he totally laid and and spit up on himself. And he's come focused, ready to fight. He was the fourth one on the scale. And he's going to leave shrapnel all over the cage. And it's going to be Luke Rockhold shrapnel. I right. love it. That one's loaded here, too. So looking at the let's jump to the main event now and the the title fight here with Esmer Edwards, a pretty big dog. I see him now. It's climbing up 275, 280. I see a couple 280s out here in Colorado as far as Leon Edwards being the dog against Usman in this rematch. Talk to us about this fight. I know you were kind of looking at trying to wait if you were interested in this dog to wait for a bit if you want to take that price with Edwards, thinking that the money is going to come in later on Usman. Yeah, actually, the Vegas sites are all 290, 300, 305. So it depends where you shop. But listen, if, if, Ed, if Edwards was plus 250, I'd be recommending him. This is not the fight they incurred seven years ago when Edwards was 23 and a striker and didn't know how to spell mixed martial arts, let alone wrestling. Usman had just come off of Olympic training and was primarily a wrestler, not much a striker, striker, and he dominated Edwards with his wrestling. So we fast forward now seven years, Usman undefeated, going for his 16th straight UFC win, which would tie him for Anderson Silva. Usman's a guy that didn't miss an interview this week, didn't miss putting silk clothes on, showed up in a uh, presser with a Gucci suit that was short pants. All right, he's got a movie part. Do you know where I'm going here? Usman's showing the signs of distraction. Is he the greatest of all time? He's on the border of it. Is the guy a monster? No question. Is his wrestling untouchable? Without a doubt. But he's not fighting a skinny 23-year-old that don't know how to wrestle now. In fact, he's fighting a guy that's 30 years old, a grown man, and it's Usman that's 35. This is this is Leon Edwards, and, and I'm very confident that Leon Edwards is going to get his hand raised in this fight. James just put another one uh, in the uh, portfolio sure there. That's not for, that's not for James. Those are for his kids. I'm telling you, it's the kids that are betting those UFC fights over at the Salinas household. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lou, uh, real quick here, just about 30 seconds. Uh, you're our colleague and your partner there on the First Strike podcast, Dave Ross. He agrees with you that Edwards is certainly a live dog here, but he went a little bit different route. He didn't have the guts uh, to lay the, the side, if you will, but he went over the total, over four and a uh, four Four and a half rounds. He thinks it's going to go to the cards. Do you agree with that? Uh, uh, that uh, access from or that angle from Dave uh, Dave Ross as well. Yeah, I'm going to leave that to him. To, to me, uh, I don't have strong feelings that way. But I'll say it like this: It will not surprise me at all if Edwards finishes Usman. All right, my friend. Thank you so much for joining us. Enjoy the UFC fights, Lou, and we'll talk to you down the road. Thanks for having me on, guys. Good luck to everybody. All right, more previews of baseball and preseason football coming up next on the VSIN Bet Center. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is 
is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Beth Center on VSN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN College Football Guide is out now, and our NFL Guide drops next week. Our experts provide profiles of every team with team trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Remember, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guides is to become a VEASAN All-Access subscriber. Sign up on our discounted football special and get access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175. Or you save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all of your options and become a part of the Sports Betting Network. Exciting stuff. That football guide coming out. I did uh, did my part, wrote a few articles, my predictions, all that good stuff. James, I'm looking forward to that coming out uh, next week. We've got baseball coming up in about 25 minutes from now. The Twins, the Minnesota Twins, just one game back of the Cleveland Guardians in the AL Central, and they've been surging. They've won four in a row. It'll be George Otto facing Chris Archer, and Minnesota has seen the money over the Texas Rangers here. They opened as minus 150 favorites overnight. It's currently up to minus 170 is your consensus price, James, with a total of eight and a half. We know you're a Guardians fan this year, but uh, the, the Minnesota Twins right on their heels. Yeah, and Minnesota is going to be there at the end. But what's going to be interesting about it, going back to the the race there in that AL Central, is the fact that the amount of games that the Twins are going to play down the stretch against the White Sox. And with both of those teams jockeying for position to overtake the Guardians, win one, lose one, they're going to be able to try to stamp it because the, the, the season schedule for the Guardians is going to be very favorable. 17 the last 23 playing at home. So very favorable when we get to September. But looking at today, August 20th for the Twins, I just look at the pitching matchup here and it's it's I get why the money's coming out on the Twins. If you look at the Rangers side, not only with Otto going on, on the mound. He's allowed a home run in each of his last six starts, at least one. He's allowed a couple dingers in a couple of those starts as well, but he's really struggled with his command lately. He had 10. He's walked 10 batters over the last two starts, so I don't suspect we're going to see a great outing out of Otto for very long, but we're not going to see Chris Archer in this game either. This just really smells like a bullpen game. Chris Archer in 20 starts this season, Brady, has pitched just 82 innings. He does not pitch beyond the fifth inning. Rarely does he even make it to the fifth inning. Obviously, he's averaging just four innings per contest. They don't really want to 
have him roll over that rot or roll over that lineup three times. So here, do you want to get involved with the bullpen? Now, I know the Twins. We we saw Lopez get himself right at yesterday, although he walked back to back batters last night in the ninth, and it was really just poor base running by the Rangers in that ninth inning that led to a double play that got the Twins out of the game and winning. So I think here I get where the numbers at. I've Tempted to take the Rangers, but we got a lot of young players playing on this Rangers team looking at that 2023 roster in that in that uh, spring training call-up. So I think here I'm just going to stay away. James, by the way, what was the number you got in the uh, total for this Washington Commanders-Kansas City Chiefs preseason game? Yeah, let's double-check it here. I thought it was 44-and-a-half. Okay, you're pretty good. Yeah, under, yeah. It's under, under 44-and-a-half. Did they just score well, here? Well, it was almost a pick-six return to the house. There's 31 uh, points on the board right now, two-and-a-half minutes left in this game, but I think you're still looking pretty good, even though the Chiefs may punch another one in here. Yeah, um, he just, yeah he's inside the five. That's right. Well, that's And that's where the danger is. We're looking at talking about betting preseason. We're down to the threes and the fours in this <laughs> case here. It's like we're down to the season stems out here on this field here, Brady. Most of these players are may or may not even be on this roster, and that's what we end up betting. And you don't want to have mistakes just like this here. There's still two two and a half minutes with the Chiefs inside the five first and goal. And you know that young guy who picked it off, he wasn't taking a knee or anything like that. He wanted to oh, score a touchdown. Not. And uh, I bet. imagine some of these, like you say, third and fourth stringers want to get one to pay dirt as well. Uh, we've got more football coming up in about 30 minutes from now in Minnesota. In fact, it'll be about uh, 15 minutes from now in Minnesota, the four 49ers at the Vikings. The Vikings opened up as three and a half point favorites with a total of 40 and a half. They remain three and a half point favorites. The total has come down a little bit to 38 and a half. San Francisco, they won their first preseason game. They won and covered over the Green Bay Packers, and they will face another NFC North foe today in the Vikings, who lost their preseason opener right here in Las Vegas to the Raiders. I thought Trey Lance looked good last week, James. He is not expected to play today. Of course, Kirk Cousins without, uh, was out with COVID earlier this week. Not sure if we'll see him here this evening. Any thoughts on the Vikings and the 49ers in Minnesota? Yeah, that's the challenge right now for the starters. Yeah, like you said, I'm pretty sure that Lance will not be out there. I'm not sure if we'll see him next week. It's maybe a series or two next week, but not tonight. And so Nate Sudfield's coming in. He did have a good game last week, 8 of 11, 103 yards, and a touchdown pass coming in relief for Trey Lance. But I think for the Vikings, it's going to be more so a battle of if Cousins does come out, maybe plays a series uh, beyond that. I can't imagine him playing too much out there, especially coming back from COVID. But the other piece here is it's Kellen Mond versus versus Sean Mannion, they're going to be battling for that backup position in Minnesota. So anytime you have a quarterback battle, I get why those numbers, although we did see some buyback coming for the Niners, that number has been ticking down uh, as far as that bigger dog price for San Francisco. But I, I'm not, I can't get involved. I'm not really sure where we're going to go with these backup quarterbacks here with the, with the Minnesota Vikings. I don't want to have my money having to depend on Kellen Mond and or Sean Mannion to have to make plays for me if I want to lay more than three points. I did take the Minnesota Vikings minus three for the first half. I, I think Kyle Shanahan is probably not going to play any starters in this game. I think it's mostly going to be second, third, and fourth stringers for San Francisco. They had a pretty good game with some starters playing last week. I think everybody sits this week, and I think you will get some starter representation out of the Minnesota Vikings, but I didn't want to play the full game. Kevin O'Connell, he comes from the Sean McVay school of coaching, and if we know McVay doesn't like to start anybody in the preseason, so I just took the first half I didn't want to gamble with the second half when I'm sure all the starters will be pulled from this contest. Uh, the other game that will be kicking off at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern will be the Pittsburgh Steelers in Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars. And I'm on the Jaguars in this one, James, and I liked uh, getting it less than a field goal, but I could have gotten a pick em. There's really been a slow, steady trickle of action on the Pittsburgh Steelers all day long. Again, Jacksonville opened up as two-and-a-half or three-point favorites with a total of 42. It's now at pick em with a total of 41. Mitchell Trubisky will get the start, but Kenny Pickett will come in second rather than Mason Rudolph for Pittsburgh, and the reports are that all healthy Steelers will start this game. Now, conversely, the same thing for Jacksonville. Doug Peterson expected to start all of his first stringers in Jacksonville, maybe for the entire first half of this yep. ball game. So you're going to have some competitive game or co some competitive starting football players out here for the first half of this contest. My bet was basically 
placed on the fact that I think the Jacksonville starters will be out there longer than will the Pittsburgh starters. Yeah, and I, I kind of agree with you here, Brady, when I was looking at this game, too. I, I heard the same intel that you did as far as especially the Jaguar. We know for the Steelers, it is an open quarterback competition. They already know, do the Steelers, what they have in Mason Rudolph. And they, they uh, not to, well, let's just put it this way. They know for Mason Rudolph, he is going to be a backup quarterback, and they want Trubisky to go win this job. He's definitely much more mobile than what Rudolph can provide for that Steelers offense. And and just with his limitations with his arm, we know Trubisky has talent. It's just a matter of can he harness that talent to understand how to make good decisions with the football. And I think here that's where the Steelers just need to see what they got with Mitchell Trubisky. And then with Pickett, the young guy coming in, they want to see some more action out of him. Look good last week in the, the second half of the game against Seattle. So the young kid there, the, the high draft chick, local kid they want to see him get some more action but i did hear the same thing for the jaguars either deep will the starters go into the second quarter or potentially the entire first half the other thing with the jaguars is this will be their third preseason game they got the debacle of the hall of fame game out of the way they look completely disorganized and out of sorts and looked like they hadn't put any pads on and were not ready to prepare to compete in that game against the raiders now that this is going to be their third game yeah i kind of lean with the jaguars here too with you here brady the other thing we know it is going to be incredibly hot very very humid down in Jacksonville tonight. I was looking at that. It's going to be 80-plus percent humidity down there. Do the Steelers start to wilt after four quarters just based on the weather that they're not acclimated to like the Jaguars players are that practice in that every day? So I was looking at whether it's the first half. Jacksonville's favored by one in the first half, uh, but they are a dog in that first half now at plus one because of the quarterback situation here. Yeah, I kind of agree with you here. I'm kind of leaning towards this first half for the Jaguars sitting here at the at basically a pick yeah, I uh, can vouch for the weather down there in that area. I was about an hour and a half away in Gainesville a couple of weeks ago, and it was very hot and humid there at the University of Florida campus. Um, and that certainly makes sense that the Steelers could uh, find that very uncomfortable, especially late in the game there. But, you know, you mentioned the three games or the third game for the Jacksonville Jaguars. That played a little bit into my handicap as well. They've lost both games, and I got to feel like Coach Doug Peterson eventually wants to show this home crowd a victory for this team that, you know, how long it's been since the Jacksonville Jaguars have had a win at all. Maybe uh, he is putting emphasis on getting a victory here today for the Jaguars, more so than Mike Tomlin is for the Pittsburgh Steelers. More baseball, more football coming up at the top of the hour. One hour in the books here inside the VEASAN Bet Center. Stick around. We'll be right back with more. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Bring it Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.